they were emphasizing this whole idea of the dream and that the dream's effects are causeless. In other words, it cannot possibly happen. The only level it can reach is seemingly so. It can appear to be happening to what is happening, which is us. It can't appear... How could... How could something that isn't so appear to be so? The only, the only thing that will allow that which is not so to appear to be so is what's so. How, what else could? Yeah. So, in one way, they go to one, one direction, but over time I went another way, but it goes to the same... It never left anywhere. It goes right to the same point, is that everything here can only reach a level of seemingly so. It can reach a level of appearing to be a true or false to us. That's its, that's its limitation. Yeah? Because it isn't so, but if what is so is in on the joke, it will be funny. Yeah? If what is so is in on it, it's going to seem to be so. So our, our compliance, being acknowledged or not, is complete. And so that's the beauty of it, is to how you erase the seeming effects is not by finding skillful means to limit the effects, is to realize there is no cause other than us. Yeah. The only cause is us. So we give the causality that we are over to that which isn't so while dreaming in a certain way. And that dreaming is, the dreaming has taken itself to be the dreamt, seemingly. See, it it cannot be the dreamt, but that which is so can take itself to be the dreamt. And when it does, suddenly the dreamt is the point of making everything seem to be so or not so. So, the thing is now what's so, through the identification with the body, and therefore, that what's so is given to every other thing. And so now the dream seems as real as real could be to the dreaming while it's identified as the dreamt. Yeah? So, so the beautiful thing is, the dreaming's, all of its effects are not based on the dreaming, they're based on the dreamer, in a sense. You see? If we dream ourselves into being a body, then the body, the pain is going to feel as real as real can be. And pleasure is going to feel as real as real can be. Yeah? And, and then sometimes pleasure will get to the point where it's painful, and pain will be sensed as a pleasure in some respects. They're, they're both, they're both, uh, both like... Uh, they can be taken either way because the primary meaning isn't from what's happening, it's to it, it's, it's from what's, what is it happening to. If I'm taking myself to be the body, then body pain is going to be incredibly, incredibly powerful. But the body pain now, if I do something, let's say, or in my condition, in my situation, I come to this seat assignment many, many times, and no matter what physical pain or chronicness is going on, I'm immediately released from it throughout the whole talk. So after a period of time of having that be an experience, it became obvious to me, how could it be real if it can seem so unreal 
in like a nanosecond. <laughs> and I mean for years after years after years, tons of times of putting myself in this position or being put in this position and then whatever was pressing against my action figure physically, emotionally, financially, circumstantially was suddenly lifted and after it was lifted it was obvious it had never really been so to begin with. The only thing that was making it so was me. Yeah? And when the me, the activity of me was drawn into another activity which is this all that it was making so became unso. And there was, no, there was no process of returning from so to unso. It was never so to begin with. That's always the hit. Always the hit. When you wake up out of a dream, you realize it's always been a dream. When you finally see something, when you finally see something, it's not when that fucking thing finally changes. When you finally see something, then you realize the only, the only point that it could ever reach is seemingly being so to you. You still are dominant. You still precede everything. Yeah? And after a while, you get sort of backed into a square on the game board where there's no other move, and then you realize all roads lead to Rome. That I'm the dreaming of this dream. And this dream can only reach a level of seemingly so. And it's totally based on what? It's going to appear to be true or false to you. It doesn't say it's going to just appear to be true or false. It can't do that. It can only appear to be true or false to you. Amen? How are you? You just come back from a long... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little whirlwind. I like that. <laughs> Tommy Tornado. All right. You can calm down. You're in the eye of the storm now. True that. And you're still there. <laughs> so, you see, why is it important? I don't know why. I just feel like if you could be brought back to see your role in everything, you would see your role in everything. Yeah. If you could see that you're not the dreamt and someone's dreaming you, something else is dreaming you, but you're the dreaming, taking yourself to be the dreamt, and then suddenly the dreamt, all that's dreamt has the power to affect you greatly. But in that dynamic, trying to make something that's not real, unreal, is going to give it more reality than it ever fucking deserved, you see? If you, if you immediately, if you have an immediate desire to move out of something that you're truly not in, is actually the form of being in it that you're not noticing. You don't see that your, your idea of out is reinforcing the idea of in. Yeah? If you would just question, are you in? And maybe in, if you realize you're not, then what happens is you have an experience of being out, but it's not based on you escaping. It's based on you realize you were never in. It's the, it's the experience you wanted, but you thought you had to get out of some place. But the only escape... The, the, the wisdom of no escape is there is no escape from an imaginary place. That's the beauty of it. 
because therefore it doesn't take any time and it doesn't, doesn't have to transverse any space to succeed in its mission. The mission is already completed before you would think of taking the mission because it never could have possibly happened. That's the greatest news, you see? If there's a possibility it could happen, if that one little opening is, is open to it, well, this could be so, then it just rifts and rifts and rifts. It's got to see, like they say, there's no degrees in miracles in the Course, and there's no degrees in illusion. It's either an illusion or an ain't. And the fact is, there is no illusion it's, an, it's something appears as illusion if something that isn't so appears to be so to why is so. That's the producing of the illusion. The producing of the illusion is us. We're not the one that an illusion is imposing its will on because that's the same role we take all the time here. We're always looking for a savior to save our heads. We always want some authority is going to do it for us. But you can't get out of an imaginary place, and the only thing a Savior can do is fail you for it to fucking finally work. So you realize, Jesus, it's not about getting out, it's seeing if I'm in. If I'm not in, all the stories of getting out throughout the histories of escaping, getting out, yeah? will have no allure anymore. It's like that story when I went to Turkey and when the people at the rug sales place and they were showing me the greatest rugs and they're, ex they're excellent salespeople and they're, they're filling you up with you know Turkish coffee and apple juice, whatever you want. And for hours they're throwing these rugs and I swear to God, I finally said, but I don't have a flaw. So I have a total immunity to any kind of rug. I don't care. It could be the greatest ad advertising. I could have had tons of, of prizes to go with it, but I didn't have any place to live. <laughs> Why would I fucking buy a rug? <laughs> it was like, there was no confusion. There was not one inch of, oh, that would look good on my... There was, there was no on mine. There was no flaw. I couldn't picture with it. Oh, I could paint the walls, but I don't have a floor. <laughs> the walls obviously won't be there because they surround the floor. <laughs> so the, the simple knowledge that I had no floor gave me immunity to everything else. That's the message. The message is recognizing something that is so clearly so it immediately produces an incredible amount of reason about what's not so. <laughs> and it gets to be very fucking clear. No debates, no fringes of commentary. Yeah? No, well, it could turn this. No, it's really, in a sense, black or white. Yeah? And now you watch what wants to put all the tints and all the colors to try to muddy it up, and all those movements are just mental movements. We're in the habit of taking those movements to apply there's someone that's moving, but they do not, they do not, they cannot make a someone that's moving. They just imply to what is, that, they, that, that what is is a someone that just was in the space and lost the space, was awake, lost the awake, felt totally clear, is confused now. None of that's so.
It brings a finality that gets there, but also that finality, yeah, will stretch out in time. It will still be the finality tomorrow as it's the finality today. And if, in my case, it became the last answer. I entertained it. They hit a point. Aha, that's what's so. And then it informed me quite a lot about what isn't so. <laughs> so the what's so gets verified not by chanting what's so, what's so, what's so. It's in the seeing of what you're not is the verification of what you are. And you're not, like Huang says, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. That throws you out as a body. Right there and then. There's no, oh, in the third quarter the game changed and it appeared. No, it says whatever can be perceived throughout fucking time cannot be what's perceiving. Boop, boop, boop. Tons, right? You just cleared 800 zillion mental possibilities of mind fucking yourself. And one, like, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So someone came up to me the other day and asked me, what does that mean? I said, well, I'm looking at you right now as a body, so therefore I'm perceiving you. That cannot be what's perceiving. Yeah? And you're perceiving this, so this cannot be what's perceiving. It's not like, oh, like 50% of you gets diminished. No, it's a total negation. It's not like a semi-negation or a quarterly negation or a beginning of a negation. It's like a locking off of an imaginary tree. And when does that does a tree that's imaginary, does anyone hear it when it falls? No. <laughs> and what are you hearing then? You, that pause, that silence that's so fucking loud. You finally have a recognition of what you are by seeing what you're not. That's the only way you're going to get a hit of what you are is by recognizing what you're not. It's almost like a, a, a pool shot. You can't. You, there's some balls in the way, so you got to use the bumper to hit the other ball to get it in. You can't just go right at it. You can't go through the balls. Yeah. Hit it in. It's like a bump. It's like a bumper shot. Whatever. That's how you get. You don't. You can't follow. You can't follow the the mental logic. It's not those crumbs are bogus. Those conceptual memory, factual things that aren't facts. They're not leading you anywhere. They lead you astray, so to speak. Yeah. The 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 sense of reason. The sense of wisdom is different. You'll have it, when it downloads, it feels different than the mental state. The mental state is like a horizontal, it's like a two-speed system, backward and forward. You know? Horizontal, linear, little... Wisdom is different. Wisdom is just immediate. A huge amount of information can download in a nanosecond. Yeah? And you would think it would take tons of storage rooms, but it never stays. It just moves through. Yeah. So you, you know what you need to know when you needed to know, needed to know it. That's it. There's no storage of it. It's just constantly... It's like, how do you have a river? You don't have the river by putting a glass of water, in, a glass and getting some of the river water. 
you lose its essence, which is rivering, that movement. This is what it's like. This is what this place is like. It's being. It's being. Being. It's verbing. 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 We're verbing. It's only the mental state that tries to translate this place in a landscape of nouns and verbs. That's the only thing. The logic is crazy. You've got to... In the logic of noun and verbs, there's tons of side streets and lights and everything, yeah? But everything verbing is totally different. So you get a flavor of it. You get an aha. You get that resonation, or whatever you want to call it. For me, when it hit, it was like an unspoken yes. It just vibrated, and I knew, even though it may take time to play itself out, it was done. Yeah? It was done. It was finished. You know, all the clues pointed. <laughs> Finally, I put my hands up. Yes, you got me. <laughs> I am what so. <laughs> and then it's, it follows so what, basically. <laughs> Go to a thrift store or whatever. It just keeps on keeping on. You got a lot of seeming time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say what's spending it wisely or not? Who can say that? Yeah. I'd much rather be led than to lead. Yeah. And as an action figure, this action figure is not managerial quality. It need, it's be- best to be led. Now, it's been led by a mental prerogative, a mental state for a long, long time, and it's a failed system. And because the system is such a failed system, it will never allow itself to recognize its failings. Because it's a self-sustaining system also. Yeah? So you're never going to get out of self as a self. So you have to question the center of the system, which is self, or there'll be no relief. There's not going to be any release. All the exit signs are entrances to the same system. There's no escape. Yeah? But what happens if some grace finally shows up in your life or something shocks you into a moment of awakeness? Yeah, maybe a possibility of another modality becomes obvious. Maybe that's the engine of grace, if you want to call it, or let's say light or something. And then suddenly, once it reappears, you have a recognition of it. It's been there so many times in my life. Yeah? And then what happens is, maybe, just maybe, your satellite dish goes, and starts picking up that. And then you'll know the tree by its fruits. You'll see how you go. If you start traveling lighter on a stabilized level for year after year after year, then you're on to something. Yeah? And then really it leads you to the point, what more do you want as an action figure? You're not going to be the truth as the action figure. <laughs> You're not. There's no way, no matter if someone promises you, if you pay $30,000, you'll get a ticket to behind the camera. This is never going to be behind the camera. This can be perceived. This is in the movie. This is the dreamt. What's dreaming, what's perceiving isn't a body, but the body is, in a sense, not that which is perceiving. So when I, as a body, want to get the truth, it's never fucking going to happen. 
because I am the truth as not a body. And I don't know about you, but for me, I don't believe you can meditate yourself out of the meditator. I don't believe you can act yourself out of the actor. I don't believe you can think yourself out of the thinker. I don't. It didn't work with me. And I don't think it's worked with many people. But what happens is, if you stop trying to use that which reinforces the non-existent thing, and you just question the non-existent thing, yeah, and then see where that takes you, you may have the experience of being freed from self, but not by escaping self, but realizing you are never a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. What gets given up is the, is the drive, the stubborn drive to want to be there to get it. Yeah? To wanna, I want to experience my own absence. That's not available. Yeah? I want to get it as this, that ain't available. I mean, this travel agent, I mean, the airline stewardess wants me to get on the plane, but she wants me to check that bag. It's too big for a, a carry-on. So, I'm taking it like, you're saying I can't? No, they're not saying that. You just gotta fucking check that bag, bro. It's like the guy with the tumor, the big tumor on his side. And he just assumes it's him, because, you know, it seems to be him. And so he lives his life with this tumor, and so he goes to like a tailor and gets all his shirts tailored and his jackets and then he goes on a very obscure internet site to see women with tumors and he's got to find a woman that has it on the left side because she's on the right side so they could sort of rub tumor together. And, you know, maybe he's a speaker on, you know, tumor conventions. Who knows? How to live with a tumor and succeed and stuff like that. How to put your tumor to good use or whatever. And he's using it as an armrest when he's driving and stuff. And so suddenly someone comes and says, Man, you could have that tumor removed. Now, this was an idea he never thought of. And you would think that he would rush to that solution. But he's, his head will go, I got all those fucking shirts. You know, I got the tumor girlfriend. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right now, suddenly there's a lot to lose in giving up the tumor. This is, this is the allegiance that we have with the mental state. In the mental state's point of view, truth is a sacrifice. Freedom is a sacrifice. I'm going to have to give up something to be free. It doesn't sound like a good deal. It really doesn't. You may like freedom and truth, but when, when it comes to the thing, the way you're going to hear it is, hey, here's truth. It's like, well, what the fuck do I have to give up? Now, if you're identified as the body in the mental state, you're gonna that that natural response to let go will be thwarted because you'll think, "What am I gonna lose in this deal?" You have to see what you take yourself to be, not you, or all your drives to be free are going to include that with you. You're going to want to have that be there to get it. The dreaming 
when identified as the dreamt, is giving the dreaming all the meaning it has, and the meaning is that it's real, because that way the dreamt senses it's real. So without, there's not going to be one body in this world that's going to be the only real body. It's like a lady years ago called me up and said, oh, I, I, I've been freed from my ego. The only thing that's bothered me now are other people's egos. That's not how it goes, yeah? <laughs> You're not going to be the only body that ever fucking gets it. It's not, it's not going to happen. Because it's already so, you see? The whole point of being a body is that you think you're what's happening, and that maybe, maybe you, you found, find a great interest in that happening, but not to override that which is seemingly happening. I want it to be included in, I want it to be a happening to me. Yeah, I want that to happen to me. But the fact is, that which we are isn't a happening. It's always so. It's totally, totally, completely foreign to any process of coming or going or staying or, or stabilizing. It is so fucking obviously so. It's like the fish in his lifetime is never going to be able to entertain and live any other place than the ocean. It's going to be in the fucking water. You're the one uninterrupted, uninterrupted event. You're that which is seen. It didn't start seeing. It's not going to stop seeing. It's not seeing one way or the other way. It's just awareness, just like a giant field of awareness, just sort of like sunlight. The sunlight, if it ever focused one of its rays, you'd be dead. You would just be disintegrated. We live during the day in a dispersed sense of light. That works. If you concentrated it, it you would think it would, could do great good, but it would do great harm. Because whatever that focus would be turned on would fry that thing if it was a thing. Yeah. But the light is dispersed. The consciousness that we have as a daily occurrence demonstrates no thought or effort. It's not, it's, it's not heavier conscious lifting at 4 p.m. than it was at 8 a.m. It's always on, incessantly, with, with absolutely no stress on any of its wires or any, or any of its fucking supply source. It's just totally bright, constantly. <laughs> I mean, are we close to that? Are we sort of, you know, in the vicinity of it? Or, or are we yet, really? If you take it back, you come to that. Yeah, perfect. Get that. 
the sense of Paul is so it's like mist it's like mist it's only being held seemingly in place by interest and attention every night you go to sleep it's totally as if it never happened <laughs> I mean I mean <laughs> you have to blow so much smoke of it up, you know, up its fucking <laughs> imaginary ass <laughs> because basically every day its whole reality is disputed by us going to sleep <laughs> you don't know where your whereabouts were at certain points in sleep <laughs> you could have been taken away with the mothership you have no fucking idea you just get up and go, oh we just cough up another storyline <laughs> Somehow or another, I got the cue. You're Paul Hedeman. Oh, next morning, I'm in Paul Hedeman's room. I look like Paul Hedeman. I feel like Paul Hedeman. Therefore, I must be Paul Hedeman. And then, huffing about 11 o'clock at night, gladly surrender, and there goes the show. It gets discontinued, it gets syndicated. Next day, it may show up or not. <laughs> fucking Paul Hedeman again and the audience is getting dwindling more and more down even Paul is getting uninterested in the Paul Hedeman show <laughs> really <laughs> I mean how long did this thing drag itself out it was the first year was good but every year since it sucked <laughs> the writing's gone down the lighting's the same <laughs> his wardrobe gets worse every year <laughs> he looks unkempt now I don't like the hobo look he's in now like when he was clean shaven in the past <laughs> his loving gaze is out the window it just seems like an irritable fucking old time you know <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea what help is or what service is or what the fuck's going on here seriously <laughs> all the things that made sense don't make any sense yet it continues on almost like it's against its will <laughs> could it be that it has that, that little power yes <laughs> But after a while, you have to notice what's always so. It's got to dawn on you. Sooner or later, you know, that one drop of wetness will lead the fish's mind to entertain the possibility it's been immersed in this, this wetness its whole life. One little drop, allowing it into the right little area, can just create a flood. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, whose interest and attention keeps the show going? Whose interest? There's no who. It's just interest and attention. What does that mean, interest and attention? Without interest and attention, there would be no movie. Do something that, jump in cold water, 
Jump in the ocean without a wetsuit. All the fucking shit that was on your head and all your story would be, would be gone in a nanosecond. That's how unreal it is. Your interest and attention would go somewhere else. It's not your interest and attention. It's just interest and attention. There's no who's. That's the dilemma. That's the selfing. The selfing arises after conscious contact and then it tries to explain conscious contact in a noun-verb scenario. It says, if something happens, someone must have done it. If there's thinking, there must be a thinker. Is there feeling? And it's, it's its mental logic. When it recognizes something happening, it says there's got to be someone behind it. And if it can't pin it on you or me, it will pin it on God or the devil or something else. Yeah. This is what it does. It's like, a, it's like wanting to pin a tail on a donkey all day, or adding a tail to a comet. So there's just actions, honey. You take certain actions that move through yours to be about you, and then you disqualify yourself because they're not good enough or great enough or they went somewhere or they wandered away. So you exile yourself from your own fucking mansion. We take self too seriously. We think it has to go under an incredible revision or a purification. Just notice it's not you. Yeah? And you'll lose interest in it. And when you lose interest in it, I'm telling you, there's no in it. Because it's the interest and attention that's the air that blows up that little fucking plastic doll. When that's withheld, it can't blow itself up. What's not so is obviously not so. Yeah? But it can seem to be so to what is so. That's the situation. Yeah? This isn't about getting better. It's about losing interest in getting better. Or the getting better is only about the brain and the body. I am not trying to get better as a spirit. The greatest thing about spirit is there's absolutely no need to maintain it at all. When you need to maintain a body and your brain and your fucking blood pressure and everything else, but you don't need to maintain spirit one bit. Most people are way too interested in self. They take self to be the starting point, and then all their endpoints are in reference to the starting point. It's sort of like you buy all the maps to L.A. thinking you're in Omaha and you're in Idaho. Yeah. The reference gives meaning to everything else. So your endpoint is based on the reference. Yeah. For me, I look at the reference. When the reference isn't so, then the endpoints reconfigure. And then there's really no endpoint. It just is what is. Yeah. Would there be scores in football without the goal line? Yeah. Same field, everything. Just don't give the meaning that it, that's being given to things, or at least question it and see.
There's a field in this room. It's very nourishing. You just said, it's a free buffet. Partake. Fucking enjoy it. Let it seep in. The thing works from the inside out, not applying from the outside in. That's already been compromised. All the trying to get it and bring it in, you sent the wrong person to do your shopping. Yeah? This is goes bleeds through the campus, and then you recognize it by seeing its fruits. You start seeing how you're traveling, and you know you're on to something. And for me, I had no idea, quote-unquote, non-duality was going to be the last answer, but it's been the last answer for like 15 or how many years. Yeah? I have no desire for any other answer. I'm not looking for any answer. I don't want a turbocharged answer. I don't want an extreme answer. I don't want to have a tantric answer. I don't. It's more than enough. Just keep entertaining, 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 entertaining. And to entertain is no effort or thought. None whatsoever. It's the appropriate response. Your ability to entertain is unbelievable as this event. Could you imagine when you put it on something that's worthy to be entertained? That's what happens. Your interest attention gets transfixed. A certain level of it gets into that state. It abides there, and that's the abidance in truth. It stabilizes with no effort or thought. You don't stabilize it. It stabilizes. Yeah? It produces another, it produces a traveling light here as a byproduct it wasn't even probably intending. It's just what happens. Yeah? And then you realize the greatest thing you can give yourself is a little less of yourself. Yeah? You're going to have a book, have it light without Paul. It'll be a much bigger seller than light with Paul. The author will be so much happier <laughs> light without Paul. I'm serious. <laughs> and then you get used. You know? You get used. You have a little purpose into your life. Yeah. It's been so incredible, very inclusive. It's you don't know how nice you would be as something other than the self how nice you would be to what you are as something other than a self. You'd have love and compassion, ease and permission and okayness and yes, a mistake, not a sin, all these things. You'd have a much, uh, much larger leeway. You're not so important tell you the truth, to be observed or to be thought about or to be dwelt on. <laughs> really not. Yeah. So, there you have it. Starving again. So why do I wake up in the same the same story. If it, if it disappears somewhere in the night, there is no Maria. And then how, how come tomorrow is Maria again? How, how do you know there's tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow is just a yesterday. 
you're just redoing the same thing over and over again in an imaginary time loop. Nothing ever fucking happened. <laughs> the only thing you can verify something happened is that it happened to a you. And even the you's not happening. So how verifiable is it? You could be programmed, memory chips could be put into your head right now, and you'd be so sure that that's what happened, because you're living on the same thing. You just don't think they're memory chips. You could go to sleep tonight, and you could wake up thinking you're somebody else, very easily. <laughs> very easily. You know how easy it would be to replace you as a you? There's tons of them. They put a little chip in. It's just the whole thing. You know when I used to talk about the clones? The clone has human programming. It's a clone. Never going to not be a clone. But it has human programming. So the clone is taking itself to be a human. Yeah, that's what it's listening to. That's where it's getting its cues from. That's its referencing of this event to a past reality, which is about it. Yes, it's all contrived. And then let's see, there's indisputable evidence to the clone that it's a clone. Yeah. All right. Tons, there's no way you could argue. See, but it doesn't even need to argue it. What happens is, it will receive the message that it's a clone as the human programming. That's what's going to receive the message. It's not going to go to clone to clone. That could be hallelujah. Yeah? It's going to go to clone, the information clone, to the human programming, which is going to divert it. Yeah? And then it'll be, I can't fucking believe I'm a clone as a human. <laughs> you know, so from the human's point of view, it may be super sucky to be a clone. But from a clone's point of view, it would be fucking great. Now I know what I'm not. I'm a clone. Yeah, you see that? You don't see that's, this is, that's the case right now? Something is receiving information, collating it, and it's not you. <laughs> it's the brain. It's, and then it presents a you then there's a, a, a compliance with that. Watso goes, okay, I'll try it out for a while. All right, I'm going to buy that of you. Yeah? Now it becomes you, and then suddenly, all the other yous are giving a huge amount of meaning to verify the meaning that the you's entertaining. I'm real. For me to continue to seem to be real, I've got to make all these things real. Because what other way am I going to get any evidence that I am real by, unless I see other things as real? And there you go. Yeah. You have never... That which is has never received anything. It's just that is. That's which is. Yeah. You're not a hybrid of it. You're not like 90% of it. You're not anything like what we are. What we are cannot be perceived. It's not of thingness. It's not of location. It's not of dimension. It's not of quantity. It's not of size. It's not of anything we could put our little mental finger on and go, I understand that. There's no way. When you say consciousness, do you really understand that? These are just, 
names we give things that we have no fucking understanding of. Awareness. Every time we say something from the reference of being a body, we frame it as a body. So somehow I'm aware as a body when I think of awareness. Am I aware? Yes, yes, my son, you're aware. But how the mental state's going to hear that? I'm aware as a body. That's not it. That's not the message. You have to question how this place is getting translated. It's not about changing the translation. It's about seeing if it's a translation. If it is a translation, that's, that, could, that should be more than enough to sort of cause a curiosity to see what's happening. I mean, I can obviously tell the difference between life is happening and an interpretation called life is happening to me. There's a distinct, huge difference in it. Life is happening is what's going on. Life's happening to me is an interpretation about what's going on. That's what it is. And that interpretation means you live on a time delay. So basically, you got to hear the news from your fucking head because you're not seemingly awake to what's happening. So you got to depend on something. It's sort of like someone who's out in the boondocks. They have to depend on some news channel to get some idea of what's happening. And maybe they got only one channel that's a little biased. Their whole point of view is going to be indoctrinated by that biased point of view. And they're going to claim it to be their point of view, but it isn't theirs. No point of view is yours. What more do you need? Life is happening to me. Life's happening. Jesus Christ, I want to sit here and let's see what I want. Hey, I'm open to see some unfolding around that. And I damn well know that if I try to make the unfolding, that's life's happening to me. So, okay, I'm just going to sort of sit and see. Just allow the pause to be a fucking pregnant, alive, super active event. Because it is. Tons of information is floating around that can put an end to this thing for you. You just have to be a little bit of an... You can't have a... You can't, you can't be a fucking commercial airport constantly getting all these flights flying in and out. you got to be waiting for the mothership, so to speak. Some download will occur, and that's that. Does it pan out immediately? Who cares? My pain four hours ago is gone. This pain will be gone. This whole event will be over. Doesn't that put a certain kind of damper on all the seriousness? It is going to end, you know? You may have maybe four or five more laps of seriousness. Just have some butternut squash soup and some fries. <laughs> I can go home and be happy you have a bed. And just cut out the whys and everything. Man, you're driving yourself crazy. Huh? Why, why, why? Why fucking not? You're dreaming. So, this, I mean, all the attacks basically started from you. I mean, like it or not. You may not like the course, but if you read it, that's what it's saying. saying you're dreaming this world to attack yourself through a, through a fucking intermediary so you can feel like you're truly innocent. 
I've not been dating everyone's just been fucking with me. Isn't that the story we're trying to sing to ourselves? Let it land. Exactly. This is exactly how I've wanted it. I, exactly. Exactly. Now, could I fucking understand that as an action figure? No fucking way. But that's the truth. How can you argue with it? To me, my judging of something, the whole past can be judged simply. If something was supposed to happen, it did. And if it didn't, it wasn't supposed to. End of fucking philosophical story. You know what I mean? Seriously. Why? Why do you... Why? Why? Why do you want to use why with that? Just let it fucking sit there. If something was supposed to happen, it did. And did it happen? I don't even believe that's so. I really don't. I think everything is happening, but nothing's ever fucking happened. Ever. There has... Nothing has ever happened here. There's happening constantly, but nothing has come to pass here. Nothing. Nothing comes to pass in a dream unless until the dream comes to pass. You're not going to get... I don't think you're going to be graded on on your dream quality. (laughs) Maria gets a D for a fucking depressive dream. Paul... He had a good A going, but now he's in disability mode and he's giving a C minus. You know what I mean? He's going out with a little bit of a. It was a big. I thought he was going to bang pretty well, but now he's just he's just fading out. Yeah. You know, who's going to grade it? You. <laughs> Who are you going to finally come up against? You. That's what you are. And I'll tell you, it has a whole lot of mercy. A whole lot more mercy than you do. <laughs> a huge amount of mercy. <laughs> You're forgiven before anything ever fucking happens. Are you bur- anyone here burning down? Maybe you here. Maybe he was burning down a house today. I don't know. He could have been. But then, anyone burned down a house today? Did you shoot anybody? Really? I didn't. I didn't do anything. I mean. You dreamt it, yes. You dreamt it, love. Maybe tonight I'll dream killing you. I don't know. I have to spend some more time with you. (laughs) You know, really. I mean, shit. When I needed to be highly observant, I wasn't. (laughs) And now that I don't need to be highly observant, I am. Well, I'm not, but, you know, people tend to go over, over minutia. It's like, fuck it. If you took a picture of me and I was a grazing animal and they had a surveillance camera, I'd never left the pen. You know, I'm just free-ranging in a little half-acre. I graze a little here, graze a little there, shit here, piss there, drink some water. Nothing to write home about. And I sleep a lot. <laughs> I wake up and I graze again and stuff like that. I don't have to post my grazing every day on Facebook. <laughs> I want everyone, all my friends, to chime in. How do you think I'm doing in my grazing? Give me a fucking break, Paul. Help someone else or something. Uh, <laughs> so what? Yes. Then I make people happy. And guess what? It may be great when I leave. I mean, it may be great leaving. I'm not a great believer. I don't like, remember that movie with Nicolas Cage 
where he's, a, he's an angel and he decides to give up his angel wings to have sex with Meg Ryan. <laughs> now give me a break. What celestial being? <laughs> oh yeah, let me... It's like the height of self-arrogance that we think we're like the greatest destination of every possible possibility in this place. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you have to see how, when you see people die in a movie, really, and the guy's hanging over them, and the person dying, he goes, you can't die on me yet. We have that dinner engagement. Oh, well, I'm sorry, I'm fucking dying. I mean, the self-centeredness is unbelievable. It's fucking unbelievable. It's so steep in it. Yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, that one thing would be the greatest scripture to see one of those movies where the person's dying, and you know, Bill, this is very inconvenient. You're dying today. I have that, we have that twenty year, you know, whatever you call reunion. I was really hoping you were going to come with me. Now I don't know if I want. What, Bill? Bill? Bill. You didn't let me finish. My <laughs> I'm going to go and meditate. <laughs> I'm going to be a spiritual kidney you fucking brain. <laughs> you must be crazy. <laughs> you must be totally crazy. <laughs> Oh, All right, well, that's it. <laughs>